I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the podcast where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about that topic. And if you go to musicraygun.com, you can check out our video playlist to watch all the clips we talk about. Right, Kirk? Yes. And what are we talking about today, oh, Kirk? Oh, today is our... What would you say, a companion piece to our boy band episode? Well, that was the idea behind it, yes. but it didn't actually, I don't think it's going to turn out no. quite like that. Girl groups. Girl groups. Yeah. Yeah. So the original idea was to be like, what are the poppy yeah. girl groups that match the boy bands? Yeah. And there are some, but we're actually not going to talk no. about, like, Spice Girls. There's no Spice Girls. No Spice Girls are in this. That's there's, the first one you think of. Yeah, but. that's the first one. There's no, I'm assuming there's no um, Pussycat Dolls. No, no. Uh, well, just as a quick preview, yes. and you don't even know this, because I know what you picked, because yes. you send me the videos ahead of time, but you don't necessarily know what I picked. Correct. But we both independently picked songs from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Oh. Without planning it. Ah, uh, I know what mine and is. Maybe you can guess what mine is, but you won't know until oh, we I know. get to it. I know. Yeah, now you know. I know. Yeah, but we'll awesome. get to it. We'll get awesome, to awesome, it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I always uh, thought when we were speaking, I, this, I was thinking about this while I was going through songs. Um, and this is general speaking again on boy bands and girl groups kind of thing. Yeah. I've always felt, and this is very general and just a personal opinion, uh, girl groups have way better songs, but boy Ooh. bands are more interesting or more fun. That's I, my uh, hot take. Mm, Meaning, like, mm. I love the songs of mo of all the girl groups. Yeah. Uh, whereas most of the boy bands, with the exception of New Edition, who's brilliant, mm. <laughs> I kind of go, "Oh, I like maybe one song." Yeah. Or I don't like them at all. Like, I don't like. I don't think I like any NSYNC song, but there are a ton of songs from In Vogue that I like. Sure. Or like. There's always at least one like I don't like any all for one. There, well, let's talk about what but, we're but, talking about because yeah. Well, what because what? But uh, I do enjoy the Spice Girls uh, two becomes one. <laughs> I don't really think I enjoy any Spice Girls song. That's the song I like. Everything else yeah. I don't like, but that song I like. When we're what we're going to end up talking about tonight. I mean, when people say girl group as a genre, usually what they're referring to is like those sixties girl group songs like those Motown like the Marvelettes yeah. or some of the ones that I picked out yeah. for the episode are what a hard definition of yeah. girl group might mean and we are going to cover some of that but if we're talking about that I think those girls those girl group groups are more interesting than what we typically the think of as boy bands yeah yes. like 60s girl yeah. group yeah pop groups yeah. I think are interesting yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah, it's like the more modern, you know, the 90s. Like in the 90s, you'll see it with what I picked. Yeah. There's so many girl groups in the 90s. Yeah. And and a lot of what you picked, we're going to have some hip hop yep. and some R&B. Basically, what this episode is, is any girl group, all female group that's not rock and roll. Yeah. That wouldn't a, fit into our Rebel Girls. Yeah, it's not a band, sense. per se. Right, right, They're right. a singing group. Yeah. yeah. But there's some straight up hip hop groups that yeah. you picked and... uh some, like I said, some pop and R&B from yeah. the 80s. But but let's start with one of those straight up 60s sure. girl groups. Uh, this is a song that everybody knows. This is Tell Him. Mm -hmm. You know that song? Yep. Do you know the name of the band who does it? I know because all I can think of is the Big Chill right now. Right, yeah. It plays a big... Uh, yeah. Who is it? The Exciters. No, I would never have thought it was them. Yeah. This actually isn't a pure girl group. There is one... It started as three women. Mm -hmm. Then they added the lead singer's husband to the group. So it's three girls oh, and one guy. Huh. Uh, but this is a music video they made for Tell Him oh, at the time. I didn't need that. That's, that's real kind of weird. That's real great. low budget video they made for Tell Him. And this is just a great classic. I like this song. Yeah. And uh, you like this video, I think. <laughs> There's a bear. There is a bear because they filmed it at the zoo. <laughs> well, yeah. And they're, and they're in full dress. And they're in full, He's like, wearing his full. tux, and the girls have their matching dresses and gloves on. I love... This has nothing to do with the song. Nope. It's just shots of bears in the zoo. And they're there at the zoo. Oh, that's genius. Never thought that there was a guy involved in this. Yeah. Wow. And they're singing to the bear. This is great show. The bear's watching them like, what do you guys want from me? Yes, I like, what? what? 
He's like, you're a little pitchy, dog. Yeah. Oh, wow. Such a great song. This is, they're great. Yeah. And I I love the name The Exciters. I feel like The Exciters should be like a proto-punk band. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could have been really a punk fits. band. And I know no other song by them but this. Same. But I'll give you some fun facts. Please. So this song was written by Burt Burns, who wrote a lot of other hits. Mm-hmm. Twist and Shout. Holy shit. Uh, I Want Candy. Oh, okay, yeah. Hang On Sloopy, <laughs> which is my favorite song about Sloopy. <laughs> that, and much. Peace of My Heart, which I know you hate the Janis Joplin, Big Brother, yes. and Holding Company version, but that's a cover. I thought that she wrote that. No, I did not know that. Burt Burns died at 38. He had rheumatoid arthritis as a kid. It gave him heart trouble all his life, and he dropped dead at 38. Ooh. But he managed to write some fucking classics before he died. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. It's also because it's... I, I don't know why I say this. Maybe it's the music, isn't, but it's a little haunting. Yeah. No, totally. I know what you mean. Yeah, and I don't know what is making it haunting. Yeah. Because the, the it's lyrics... That, it's that sort of... Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, I think it's minor key. Maybe There's that's something about it, it that's a little yeah. Halloween-y. They just showed a picture of a bird. Yeah, they're, it's not just bears. They have like, have and, like a turkey. And they're on like a little merry-go-round. They clearly just have mostly bear footage because that bear <laughs> yeah. was game to perform <laughs> yeah. for the camera. Ah, uh, it's the great because it was like yeah. videos before videos were a thing, and they're just like, "Well, we'll go to the zoo." Yeah. What I want to know is where did they show this? Like, where I would don't you see? Where would you, you told see me that? once when you were a kid before there was MTV, you would see videos at like when at lineups for yeah. like the fair and for, stuff. like at, at amusement parks. I and mean, they were doing Jogga Lake, which yeah. is now Six Flags. Or would they show these like during variety shows or something? Would they be I, like, now here's a clip? Would from... they show it at like drive-ins because they'd have like Maybe. a couple of like features and short features, and they're like, we'll just show yeah. this. Video. I mean, this is 1962. It's yeah. pretty early, but it's in color and it's on film. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know. That's a great piece of history right there. Yeah, it was a great little video, music video, early music video. Uh, another fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. So I told you that Brenda Reed, who's the lead singer, and Herb Rooney, who's the guy in the group, were married. Yes. They had a son named Corey Rooney. Do you know who Corey Rooney is? No. He's a, he's a writer and a music producer who's worked with like every R&B act from the 90s and 2000s. Really? He uh, wrote and produced Real Love for Mary J. Blige. <gasps> It's my favorite Mary J. Blige song. And he is to Jennifer Lopez like uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are to oh, Janet Jackson. Did all her big hits. Yeah, he, he's produced like all of her albums. Wow. Most of the big hits by Jennifer Lopez wow. that you know. Yeah. What a cool lineage. Yeah, yeah. Corey Rooney, son of nice. half of the Exciters. <laughs> half who did of the tell Exciters. Him. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. So, sort of a cheat because there was a dude in the group, but they started as a pure girl group. And it's total... Quote unquote girl group genre music. It sounds like a girl group. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you would never, I, if you had told me there was a guy in it, I'd be like, no, there's yeah. not. But they weren't Motown. They were one of Lieber and Stoller's. Oh, okay. Not, yeah, Lieber and Stoller. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, That's the names. Yeah. yeah. And that group of uh, uh, managers and producers. Yeah. And there were some other acts in the 60s. Okay. Uh, let's move on to your first clip. Oh, which, yeah. Did we do this in the Prince episode? I could have sworn no. we'd done this before. Which doesn't matter to me because we should just watch this every episode. <laughs> yes. Like, this yes. should just be how No, we... I don't think we ever did. Yeah. Uh, this is Vanity Six Nasty Girl. Yeah. Which is... The first song from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Which is... This song is so filthy. It's I'm... not even... It's not even double entendre. It's no. just entendre. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like, we talk about a lot about 80 songs that have a coke sheen. This song and video is just covered. It's nasty. It's nasty. Vanity is the hottest woman who's ever lived. Yes. Uh, Undeniably. I can't, I could have sworn we did this. And if we didn't, I can't believe we did our first episode, our Prince themed episode. And I didn't. Yeah. Because this is like my favorite song and my favorite video ever. The best. Yeah. Um, It's uh, nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. It's amazing. Look at this video. It's so like... It feels like it was shot in the lobby of like a tacky slash classy strip club. Yes. And they're wearing like dresses and they're full length dresses, but they're real like tight and like 80s nasty. Yeah. And that's only for the first half of the video before there's a costume. (laughs) Yes. 
But the this... camera never moves. It's just a static shot of them in this room. Yeah. Dancing. And, and then they just walk and they're nasty. Now, here's some of the backstory of Vanity 6. Is that um, the prince originally wanted to call them the hookers. Bah. Who does he think he is? <laughs> I know. Rick James? <laughs> Funny that you used to say that. Yeah. That's how he met Vanity Six. A Vanity. A, yeah. Vanity's real name is Denise Matthews. Right. And um, he, uh, Prince was friends with the two backup singers. Uh, the uh, the white woman is mm-hmm. Susan and the uh, black woman is Brenda. Okay. And he was friends with them. And he's like, this one, he's like, I'm going to be a Sven Dali. Yeah. Apparently he was really influenced by uh, Stars Born. And uh, he's like, I'm going to make a girl group. And we're going to call them the Hookers. And there was a third girl that was going to be lead singer. And then he was at some sort of music function and met Denise Matthews, who was Rick James' date. Ah. And they apparently, like, fell in love. Yeah. Immediately. And she's from I mean, who wouldn't fall in love with either of those Oh, I know. I mean, it's a hot, hot couple. And then she's like a Canadian, she was like a Canadian B act, B movie actress. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, come to Minneapolis. I'm putting this girl group together. We're going to call it the Hookers. And he's like, she's like, mm, no. Yeah. Don't think so. And then I guess he was like, for a while, like, what if you called yourself Vagina? And again, she was like, no. Subtle. Yes. subtle. Oh, Ooh, here's costume the, change. Here's the costume oh. change in the lingerie, which is, again, filthy. It's great. Yeah. Um, and so they became Vanity Six, mm-hmm. and she. There are three of them. Yep, there are three of them, and uh, six of them. Typically, Prince did every song. Sure. Yeah. Even gave the uh, uh, follow track, so she would follow along and like sing like this. Yeah. Um, they dated. They were very close, and then uh, she was going to be in Purple Rain, and then she quit. She quit they, at the last minute. She quit the last minute. And some they became, said they broke up, or yeah. it was because she wanted more money or something. Because apparently she signed a huge contract afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then Prince was like, "Well, I need someone to look like her." Oh, here's this girl named Patricia Cotero. You're now Apollonia. Apollonia Six. Yeah, yeah. Which is not. It wasn't as good. No, Apollonia is great, but no Vanity. Vanity just has. She's got a lot of stage presence, man. Yeah. I mean, she's stunning. Apollonia was stunning too, but doesn't have the same. Presence like this. I mean, she's incredibly intimidating, which yes. is my favorite thing. Yes. Yeah. She's she does not give a fuck about what you think. Yeah. Yes. And like she's gonna destroy you. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? She is. Yeah. She really is. And they play well. And even the uh, Brenda and and uh, Susan too are like that. They're like, "Fuck you." Yeah. yeah. We're wearing lingerie. So. Yeah. They're like her snotty henchmen. <laughs> yes. They're her toadies. Exactly. Which is, which is shadier than I mean it. But, but no, we they mean know it. that they're sidekicks. Like, you can't yeah. be... They can have 60 other women in this group, and they would all just be in vanity shack. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so they had... That, this was their big hit. Oh, yeah. They had, uh, they had a hit, a medium hit, like, I think maybe right around the same time from the same album. I think it's called He's So Shy. It sounds like New Wave. It's not good. Yeah, this is the really the only. This is all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Love some spoken word at the Ooh. end of the song. Yeah. Just, Look at that look. I'm just gonna pause it. Yeah. Just. I need. I want a poster. I know I'm way too old for posters <laughs> in my bedroom, but I want a poster of that in my bedroom. Yes. Just you her looking I mean? at with like one uh, eye cover of her hair, the other just looking at her like what. Yeah, like she's she's gonna hurt you. Yeah, she's like judging you yeah. and going to hurt you if you continue your stupid ways. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah, which yeah. we like. Yes. Yeah. One of my earliest LA memories. I mean, I watched Beverly Hills Cop a million times mm-hmm. when I was a kid because it's on cable all the time. As yeah, it should be. And uh, I'd been in LA for less than six months. I was driving through Beverly Hills on a Saturday night in my powder blue Ford Taurus. <laughs> yeah. So not that cool. But I was driving through Beverly Hills on a Saturday night and Nasty Girl came on the radio. Oh. Did you just when I was driving through Beverly Hills and I was just like, oh. and I'm like, I'm going to do that thing that I hate when people do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to turn my volume up as loud as it will go and put all my windows Yes. Down. You have to with this yeah. song. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
And people would be like, ooh, is that the coolest person in the world? <laughs> nope, it's some dweeb in a Taurus. Trying and on. Like, and I, but I did not care. Oh, was, no, you yeah. should not care. Nope. I've yet to tire of this song. No, I don't get the slightest bit sick of it. And even though we've basically objectified Vanity this whole time and just talked about how hot she was, I don't need to see the video to like the song. In fact, I liked the song from watching Beverly Hills Cop yeah. before I knew who was doing the song or what Vanity looked like or anything like that. I only it's a great print song. It's a print yeah, song. It's a print song. Yeah. I only know this video because uh, of the show. I just knew the song and I was like, oh, I didn't even because the videos weren't that big. So you've never even seen this until a couple no. of weeks ago. I, did. I might have seen it once or twice, oh, but I, I looked at when I found it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even know this was a thing. I probably didn't never saw it before YouTube was a thing. But yeah, I've, I've watched it like a hundred times. <laughs> it's a great video. Yes. Uh, OK, I have another 60s girl group okay. to talk about. Uh, this is a pretty obscure group called the Tammies. Which I also think is an excellent name for a 60s girl group. Yeah. The Tammies. Uh, this was a pretty obscure single mm-hmm. from 1963. It didn't chart at all. It came and went and was not acknowledged at the time it was released. But mm-hmm. then in the 1970s, there was like a soul revival in the UK. And someone found this single and sort of resurrected it. And it became like a cult hit. Mm-hmm. It's called Egyptian Shumba. Do you know this one? No. It's got an Egyptian theme, and Mm. they talk about dancing with mummies and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, the only reason there's a video for this on YouTube is because somebody just took a bunch of clips from the movie, like Curse of the Mummy's Tomb or whatever, and just made a homemade video of like Universal Monsters mummy movie clips with Egyptian Shumba by the Tammies. And it's a real girl group song, but... It's also really weird, and they do a lot of like screeching and chanting on the chorus. That's real odd, mm-hmm. and I can see why it wouldn't have been a big hit. <laughs> but I legitimately love this. Okay. Love this. I think it's catchy as hell, and it's a real weird song. So yes, Lon Chaney, oh, yeah, Mummy's Curse. Oh my god. The combo of the song and the mummy is making it creepy. Yes. Because they don't match at all, so it kind of makes it a perfect match. Exactly. Yeah. It's and I know it's not it sounds like their voices are speeded up. Nope. There's some real high pitched stuff there. Whoa. I I hear the screeching. Yeah. Do we know what an Egyptian shumba is? It's a dance that they made up. Oh, ah, yeah. there you go. Do we know if the, all the Tammies were named Tammy? Probably not, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know anything about the Tammies. Okay, either. how do you know the song? I don't know. <laughs> Classic Paul. I, yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine screaming. This, I can't imagine because of the screaming this being played on the radio in the 60s. No, it's real weird. But yeah. everything's like at such a high pitch, literally and yes. figuratively. Like it's just on the edge of hysterical. Yes. If it pushed it any harder, I would be annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weirdly intense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how many people were in the Tammy? No idea. <laughs> oh my god. Could just be two of them, it might be five of them, <laughs> I don't know. But they sure could screech. They were they leaned into the screeching really hard. Yeah. And I love the accompaniment of this song with this creepy mummy footage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is this movie? Oh, this is the Longini movie. Yeah. The Mummy's Curse. Oh, the whole... Yeah, I get it now. Okay. Wow. I wonder if they did this and they're like, this is going to be huge. I don't know. Or they're like, let's just do a song. I mean, it's... It it makes sense that it wasn't a hit and then became a cult hit when someone found it. Exactly. Like in the next decade. Yeah. Yeah. Like all monster movie things and weird... Things that people who are into horror movies like. Like, it's all cult. Yeah. It's all cult, it cult popularity. Exactly. 
But uh, it's the one song by the Tammies I know. I like that. But name. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I just found it on Spotify somewhere along the way. Wow. Just uh, you know how at the end of the year Spotify gives you a playlist generated by the songs you mm-hmm. listen to the most that year. It was on my 100 most oh. listened to songs <laughs> of 2016 or something like That's that. That's great. Because when I found it, I couldn't stop. You couldn't listening stop to playing. That song. It. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. Uh, okay, Kirk, yeah. who are the good girls? Oh, the good girls. We take a little 180 from uh, Vanity Six. Yeah. The good girls were a... Uh, are they actually good girls? Uh, for this album, they were. They were... Uh, they're a trio. Uh, they're basically a New Jack trio. Oh, okay. And they came out in the late 80s, maybe early 90s. So this is 1989. It's in, okay, yeah. So they had like two albums. This was their biggest hit, Your Sweetness. And you're going to hear it and you're like, oh, this is a new Jack Swing song with three girls. Uh, <laughs> Teddy Riley didn't produce it. But oh, so he... it's TLC? <laughs> it's TLC. Uh, no. Oh, okay. uh, this is very like, they're very one level. But when this song came out, this was a big hit. Okay. And uh, it's just a great uh, new Jack Swing uh, middle of the road song. Yeah, that's the new Jack that's Swing. New Jack Swing for sure, yeah. That's someone going, we can't afford Teddy Riley, so <laughs> well, let's do it on ourselves. Now, um, yeah, they're wearing schoolgirl outfits. They're wearing schoolgirl outfits, yeah. and that was, their, that was their hook. Here's the thing they're in school in this video, they're wearing schoolgirl outfits. No one else is in dress code. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Why are they in dress code? And they're, then there's a shot of them in a club where they're wearing biker shorts, oh, and, which yep. is a great look. That was the look. Doing the dances from the from the late 80s, early 90s. And I love this song. I, there's like two or three good girl songs that I like. Um, the What happened was they had this song. It was a big hit. They did a cover of a Supreme song because their whole hook was like, Oh, this is the New Jack Supreme. Ah, okay. And, uh, is, yeah, girl group. Yeah, yeah. The New Jack Swing girl group. Yeah, the New Jack Swing girl group. And then they did the their second album, which has been my favorite song on it, called Every Day of the Week. That was their mature album. Oh, okay. So they got a little older. They didn't get, like, necessarily real sexy, but they got a little more sexy, elegant. Because New Jack's on the way out anyway, and yes. that's sort of early 90s of smooth R&B. That's like exactly right. Yeah, and yeah. it didn't play as much as this one. Yeah. So it was kind of a mix of New Jack, but a little more adult. By then, New Jack was gone. So it was kind of played out, and then that was it. They're great, though. Yeah, this... this uh, one, she kind of looks like Vanity. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. She... I cannot remember her name. Yeah. Uh, doing research on this, she... Uh, I, I saw an article that showed her Instagram page. She looks exactly the same. <laughs> she looks wonderful. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, she has not aged. Um, and I think she's like a music producer or something. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm always heartened when people in music get to stay in music. Yeah. yeah. In some capacity where they're like, yeah, I'm not performing anymore, but I'm still doing music. Yeah. One of my favorite things ever. Love it. Or if you're Ronnie DeVoe, you go into real estate and make more money doing that than you ever did in a, a new edition and then, anyway. And then you do the new edition stuff for fun. Yeah. yeah. That becomes your hobby. Right. Love it. Um, but yeah, when I saw this video, I was like, oh yeah, I've got a crush on all three of them. <laughs> I love them all. I want yeah. to dance with them. Yep. Because here's the dance break. One of them kind of looks like Terry from Envo. <laughs> yes. One of them kind of looks like Vanity. They're wearing hats, which I love hats. <laughs> Um, yeah, that sort of like pre like proto blossom look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a little bit of blossom look right here. Yeah. But these dances are super eighty nine, which I love. And you'll hear that keyboard, which is fully Teddy Riley. Yeah. That guy dances is that Ronnie DeVoe or does it just look like No, Ronnie it just DeVoe? looks like oh, okay. Um but it is Ooh, a little bit of animation. You got a little extra cash in there. A little bit of everything. I love doing the Running Man at the same time. Now this, pop- this was probably right after Opposites Attract. Yes. They were like, we need an animated <laughs> rapper, dancer in this. Yes. Because he's just a human MC scat cat. In this well, yeah, this was after MC scat cat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here's the thing too with this, like... When you're a girl group called the Good Girls, yeah, that shelf life is automatically short. You yeah. can't you can't be like in your late twenties going, yeah, I'm part of the Good Girls. We have a new album out. It's just so hard. Yeah, but you could just go. You could do like your ex Tina phase where you just go 
a 180 to the bad. Like, we're still called the good girls, but now it's ironic. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, too. Uh, right after this album, they went on tour with New Kids on the Block. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opened up for NKOTV. They're, uh, they're better than New Kids oh, on the Block. Oh, yeah. I mean, New Kids know. wishes they were the good girls. I mean, I could bang on a pot with a wooden spoon and I'd be better <laughs> music than New Kids on the Block. But... Ooh, hot take. <laughs> Look, I, you know I love the New Kids on the I Block. I know you do. You I don't do. love them because their music is so great. You love them for them. Yeah, because yeah. I just love the whole package. Yeah. The whole, you know, the boy band thing. Yeah. Uh, that was wicked fun. Yeah. That was a fun, super up-tempo New Jack song. Yeah. That I'd never even heard <laughs> no, of before. No, so it was big on the R&B charts, yeah. but it didn't really cross Okay, I have one more 60s girl group to talk about. All right. The greatest of them all, the Shangri-Las. I know the Shangri-Las. I can't remember sure. the song they Leader said. of the Pack. That was it. W- remember Walking in the Sand? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I give him a great big kiss. There's so many to pick yeah. from. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. When I say I'm in love, you best believe I'm in love, L-U-V. Yes, I do know. Th- oh, my God. That's the Shangri-Las? Yeah. Did not know that. They're the, they're the greatest girl group of all time. Wow. But I picked a really sort of off-brand video for them because these 60, 60s girl, girl groups, the exciters aside, it's hard to find video clips yeah. of them on YouTube. Usually it's some TV appearance that's a really bad transfer from somebody's VHS. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. the quality is bad on the video for them and the audio. I really wanted to find a good clip of them doing... Give him a great big kiss because that's my favorite song. Mm. But like they would, there's a little bit of spoken word at the end of that song because mm-hmm. the Shangri La's always had their little dialogue things. Oh, okay. Songs. But they cut it off at the end of the one clip I could find where the quality was good. So I just couldn't find <laughs> a video of a Shangri La's song that I felt did them justice. And also, everybody already knows the Shangri La's. Yeah, the big, the, the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did find was they were on an episode of Shindig in 1965. I know the name Shindig. It was like a bandstand type yeah. show. They'd have a few different acts on, mm-hmm. and each act would do a few different songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, based on this clip I found anyway, if this is true for every episode, at the end, all the acts that had been guests on that episode would do a song together. Mm-hmm. So this is from the October 23rd, 1965 episode of Shindig, on which the Shangri-Las were a guest. Ed Wynn co-hosted it. Who's Ed Wynn? You'll oh, see. Wait, wait, I know who Ed Wynn is. Yeah. The older actor. Yes. He talked kind of like this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was, I, I did find a clip of him introducing them for a different song that they did in the episode. And he was just delightful. I love Ed Wynn. He's the most <laughs> lovable old man. He goes, I've been introducing acts like this since 1917. Now it's 1917 all over again. By which I mean all these artists are 19 or 17. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's the worst joke ever. <laughs> But it's Ed Wynn, so but you he love can sell it. it. Yeah. But for some reason, he was guest hosting this episode, wow. and then at the end of the episode, all the acts do twist and shout. For this, for this episode or every episode? No, this episode. Oh, okay. Wow. So the Shangri Las do it along with Dobie Gray, Glenn Campbell, and Bobby Sherman. Oh my God! I don't know Dobie Gray, but De- De- you don't know Dobie Gray. He did. Oh well, you Dobie Gray's great. Um, but do you, I know you don't like the Beatles, but you have to like twist and shout, right? At least because of Ferris Bueller. Because of Ferris Bueller. Okay. Yeah. But so they only do like, it's not, you know, the Shangri-Las get some of the, yeah. they get like the first verse and then everybody gets a little bit. But it was just, it was a unique clip that mm-hmm. I wanted to show to represent the Shangri-Las. Yes. But this is standing in for just everything the Shangri-Las ever did. It's what they to stand me, for. they're the greatest girl group of all time. And it's Twist and Shout. It's the best song in the world. Oh my God, there he is. win. It's not new to me, you know. No, the girls fool at me just the same as they do the Beatles. The only difference is that the girls that fool at me have a harder time getting up. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. he's old. Because <laughs> I'm old. I don't know the name of the man who hosts no, the show. it's the guy who is not Dick Clark. Right. Shindiggers? Sounds like yeah, bad word. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> They're the Shangri-Las. 
two sets of sisters, one set of identical twins. Oh my god. Oh my god, I thought they were th- a trio. For, sometimes they were. Okay. Yeah, Mary's sister wasn't always with them. It was Dobie Gray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Dobie Gray. show looks like the most fun in the world. It does look like it's yeah. fun. It looks real loose. Yeah, I was looking at the lineup for this whole episode and they had like four acts. All of them got to do three songs. But they would alternate so like the Shangri-Las would do a song then Dobie Gray would do a song then Glenn Campbell would then back to the Shangri-Las. And That's like, a lot of songs. Yeah. And Ed Wynn's hosting. Like, what a fun time. Yeah. A little time capsule. Is fun. It seems way more fun than Bandstand, which is like kind of it buttoned does up. Seem, yeah. yeah. Well, also, you know, Bandstand seems like Dick Clark. Like, yeah. S- stick to a schedule. Don't rock the boat. This is a bit more of a party. Yeah. People are wearing and costumes. I love Shindig is a great. Is a great. Yeah. yeah. For Polaroid Swinger. Wow. This feels ancient, and yet it was five years before I was born. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> this was a time where every year in pop music was a gargantuan leap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making you strides. Can't, every you year. can't quantify it in, in in that time period. No, for no. whatever reason, things like the time period between the Beatles' first album and the Stooges' first album is six years. No way. Yeah, Please Please Me is 1963. The Stooges' first album was 1969. Oh my god. That's insanity how yeah. much of change there was. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but that was just... I like the Shangri-Las doing Twist and Shout. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I had no, I didn't know that there was a set of twins in there. Yeah, identical twins. That's crazy. There's another great clip that I almost went with. Uh, it was just not interesting enough, but it was like five minutes of studio chatter while the Shangri-Las were recording. Oh. So they're talking to each other and they just have like obnoxious Queens accent. Like, they sound like the Ramones. Because oh, they, they're so just funny. these, like, tough girls from Queens. You yeah. know, so they're, like, chewing gum. You know, they've got, like, knives in their boots. And they're <laughs> just like, well, you sing it too hard. You gotta sing it softer. <laughs> like, it's it's hilarious. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, introduce uh, your next act, who oh, uh, I also haven't, haven't heard of. Oak Town's 357. I, is 357 like the area code in Oakland or something no. like that? No, fun fact yeah. that I just learned about them. 357 is uh, 357 Magnum. Ooh. And uh, Oak Town's 357 is a, a girl rap group uh, produced by MC Hammer. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, so they are from Oakland. So they are from Oakland. I didn't get that part wrong. Yep, they're from Oakland, and uh, they were uh, MC Hammer's backup dancers. Oh, so um, but they could rap, and uh, Hammer named them uh, the Three Five Seven because he thought they danced so hard that their impact was like a Three Fifty Seven Magnum. It is surprising that Hammer, being as squeaky clean as he always was, that he would make that choice. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he did grow up in a terrible neighborhood. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, he's fucking from Oakland. But yeah, but I think he was that idea that, like, they hit so hard. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like being hit like by Like a hammer? Like a, no, like a 357. Wait, is he called that because he's like the hammer of a gun? Yes. I thought no. it was just a two. No, I'm so innocent, even at 36, I'm like, oh, the 357s. Like, is that an area code? <laughs> That's what I thought. You know why he's named Hammer? I don't necessarily. No, oh, don't because know. when he was younger, he looked like Hank Aaron, the baseball player. Oh. And Hank Aaron's nickname was The Hammer. I, Hammer and Hank Aaron. I feel like I did read that yeah. piece of trivia on one of those trading cards when I was a kid yeah. or something. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when, and he was also, I know, he was a ball boy for the 80s. Yeah, he's, he's actually can play ball. Like, yeah. He's a good ball player. Yeah. So this is a, so then this is another like, like Prince. Uh, MC Hammer was big and he's like, hey, these are my friends, my dance group. They're going to have an album. Yeah. And I'm going to spend a bunch of my money on yeah. my friends. Because this money's never going to run out. I'm never not going to be poor. <laughs> so this is called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Sure. Oaktown 357. It's yeah, this is very 1990. Yeah. <laughs> I like this a lot. This, and now, of course, 
this is their first hit. Yeah. And they later on had uh, a couple other hits. One was just called Juicy. Sure. Uh, no, Juicy Got You Crazy was the name of it. <laughs> and by then, they like became a three-person group. And then, uh, then they had another hit song after that. I think it was called Get Wit Oak Town 357. And then it was like two of them. Can't say I've ever heard of any of those <laughs> yeah. songs. Well, None of those titles rang a bell. I, uh, this this song came out when I was working at a record store. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Oak Town 357. I'm going to use my discount to buy this album. <laughs> Were you limited to how often you could use your discount? No, I could use oh, it okay. anytime I want. Right. And the best is sometimes... Uh, when the music would come, they would have pro- promotional album. They have a promotional album, a pro- promotional cassette, a yeah. promotional CD for the store. And my manager would be like, "You can take one." She's like, "Which basically I couldn't take the CDs unless there's something no one cared about." Right. Um, and she's like, "You can take the cassette." So I, a lot of it was just free. Oh sure, it was just great. I used to get that at the campus record store when I was in college. Because I was just there all the time, they would give me a bunch of free oh, shit. Oh, the best! Get. Yeah, yeah. So I think I I got this. I bought this on discount, and I loved this song. And the rest of the album was just kind of booty. <laughs> Did you really love this? I do song? love this song. Just them going, yeah, yeah, oh I mean, yeah. It's, it's got that kind of uh, latrim thing where it's yes. like they're so not good at rapping they're that not. it's endearing how bad but they are. They they are they hit hard with their dancing. They do, yeah. and. Uh, I just love how like it, the, the song starts with waving our hands at a club we love. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> they sound like the girls. You know that that uh, it's a uh, old dirty bastard song where at the end there's just these girls in the studio going, Jesus, I'm rolling with you. <laughs> Jesus, I'm rolling with you. And it just sounds like whatever girls off the street yeah. only being picked up because they're just not. That's what this reminds this me is, of. That's Oaktown 357. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he's big baby Jesus and they're rolling with him. They're rolling with him. Oh. Hammer's in this video in the black and white pictures. He's dancing in the club. Oh, word? Yeah. <laughs> he just said word. Uh, <laughs> um, but I love how they dance. They are amazing dancers. Yeah, yeah, not the best rappers. Here's another great example of what Hammer did. He had another dancer in his group who was silly good. Yeah. And his name was Ace Juice. Okay. And they Ooh, gave, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. They gave him an album, and that album is horrid. <laughs> but he was such a good dancer. Yeah. Well, Hammer was a good dancer. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't translate into rapping. Yeah, he was, you know. I think Hammer's rapping was fine. I meant, like... Oh, his, for them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they didn't get much better with their rapping. Their dancing increasingly got better, more intricate. Yeah. But no, not the not the. It's fine for party music. Yeah. <laughs> Waving all hands at the club. There's plenty. I mean, there's. It's not like there's not other rap where it's like gloriously dumb. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah, to me, it does feel like it's true. Yeah. 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 Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad it made you respond to something. <laughs> no, this is great. And it's so, like, the siren that just won't stop. The like the klaxon yes. siren. That's just, it will not, it has not stopped in this Yeah. Time. It's not even, like, just for color. It's just the whole time. Yes. It's part of it. Right. Where and if I were driving in this run, I'd keep looking behind me like, is there a fucking... Ambulance coming? Like, why am I should I pull over? It's not musical, it's just heightening the Yes. The I, I keep pulling volume. over and there's no yeah. ambulance. <laughs> um, I also love their look of like we're gonna do a crop top and a colorful mini skirt. Yeah, or the crop top with the uh and the biker shirts the, underneath the, the hammer. Oh. And the white yeah. white suit. Like they're not quite jorts, they're not quite yeah. biker shorts, but they're there's yeah. But yeah, it's, it's biker shorts under a, a miniskirt. Yeah. Which I think is great. That was the look. Yep. And they're just doing the running man out the door. <laughs> oh, there's Hammer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That was Oak Towns 357. All right. I have a new band to listen to their whole discography. <laughs> well, I just listened to yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the deep cuts. The deep on cuts. Oak Town 357 albums. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um,. Now let's get to the second song from the Beverly Hills Cops official soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You picked yours. 
I, I picked this before I knew that you were picking yeah. Vanity Six. And it wasn't until today when I was writing notes. I was like, oh shit, yeah. two of these songs are from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Yeah. Mine is the one that they use in the opening scene. Yep. You mentioned great car chase before. Great yeah. car chase. Great car movie. chase. Who are we going to talk about? Talk about the Pointer Sisters. Yes. I can't believe this is the first time we're talking about the Pointer Sisters. Is it? No. Yeah. We've They've never been on the show. The we might have mentioned them. I think we no, talked about I, them. I mentioned them because when we talked about uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. Yes. September. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that the woman who wrote that song, Allie Willis, also wrote Neutron Dance That's right. by the Pointer Sisters. And here we are today. Which is... Far and away, my favorite Pointer Sisters song. Not mine. No. Um, I do like the song. I'm going to say uh, my two favorites would be Jump for My Love. Okay. Or a very early dance song called uh, He's So Shy. I don't think I know that one. Jump for My Love, I know, but I don't you know Jump for My Love. Yeah. He's So Shy was a little bit earlier. Okay. But this is a great. This when this came out, fuck yeah, yeah everyone loved this song. But we are not going to watch the music video, mm-hmm. although it's a great music video because it's got. It's an 80s soundtrack video, which yes. means it has clips from the movie. And then the video itself is the Pointer Sisters are ushers in a movie theater oh, yeah, that's, that's right. showing Beverly Hills yes. Cop. Very and also, Bronson Pinchot is in the video talking to Ruth at one point. Yes, I do remember that. He's like head usher or something. Yep. But we're not going to watch that because we've seen it a million times. Yep. We're going to watch the Pointer Sisters doing... Neutron Dance live in 1985 for the Disneyland's 30th anniversary <laughs> celebration. Yes. So while they're doing it, there's all Disneyland things going on oh, around. Oh, that's great. And uh, it still sounds great live because they're great. And Ruth's voice is the best. They're great. I mean... So what do they call this at Disneyland? Oh, yeah. I've only been to Disneyland once and it was like one of the worst days of my life. So I don't have any... Love in my heart for Disneyland, and I don't know the things. What's this like electric street parade? They, they do, do an electric play. They do an electric light parade at night every day. Yeah, every so, night. So this is the Pointer Sisters doing Neutron Dance like at night with that that yeah, yeah. going on <laughs> with that going on. People who know Disneyland know what it looks like. Oh shit! And also say. Tron dancers oh, from yes, the movie Tron because Neutron. Neutron, yeah. They made a connection. <laughs> they made it happen. Uh, that's great. Ruth, Ruth to me sounds like she's like the female Teddy Pendergrass. She's got that like gravelly, Rough. raspy voice. Yeah, yeah, it's her, great. Her voice has balls. Yes, yeah. and like it's it, it was a moment in time, but they were huge. They yeah. had a good. This is '85. They had a good eight or nine year run of like being huge. Yeah, and just just song after song after song. Well, the first time I ever heard of them was because they had a track to themselves on the We Are The World album. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did. Yeah. yeah. So when I was a kid, that was the, yeah. the one Pointer Sister song I knew when I was little. And I'm sure that I think I knew them from the first song, She's so, He's So Shy. Yeah. But I know they had a couple other songs before that. Oh, they did Slow Hand, uh, which I think is a cover. Um, but they had just so many big hits. Yeah. And then they just kind of disappeared. Well, one of them died. died yeah. Uh, within the past how many years? I think at least four or five years. Yeah, fairly it's recently. Fairly recently. But yeah, I mean, they were like they—they they were the poor sisters. They were sisters, and everyone could like them. Yeah. Because they were fun. They could sing. Made good hooks. I mean, this performance is great. Oh yeah. The, the Tron dancers. The, yes, and they're—they're. They're <laughs> They keep wheeling around these giant mushrooms for some reason, which I guess are from Alice in Wonderland, maybe? I think so. Because the caterpillar sits on a giant mushroom? I I think the Disney part is killing your soul. Yeah. (laughs) You kind of wish this was just them and No, I don't have a problem with Disneyland stuff. Disneyland itself, when it was packed full of parents with strollers and like waiting in lines, I didn't enjoy myself. I don't have a problem with any of this stuff going on. Oh, okay. But I just, I never went to Disney when I was a kid, and so I don't have any nostalgia for Disneyland. Yeah. But, uh, and I don't know the names of the things that, you know, people are obsessed with Disneyland, oh, and they know crazy. it backwards and forwards. Yeah. And I don't even know what this show is called. Yeah, Electric Light Parade. Yeah. Some of the stuff I don't know what this is, because it's 85. Right. 
And there's a caterpillar. So I think they're doing some yeah. Alice in no, Wonderland no. stuff. You said this is a is this a special event they're doing? It was the 30th anniversary special. Oh, okay. It aired on network TV. I oh, think. Wow. yeah. Thing is, I can't think of this song without thinking of the Beverly Hills Cop yeah. scene where he's in the truck. And the truck is just running over cars yeah. that it doesn't need to be crashing no, into, but not it, just, at all. it looks cool. It just looks great. <laughs> and he's hanging on a strap from the truck. Yeah, there's that great part where the city bus does a full yes. like 360 because the guy hits the... Br- and I'm like, the stunt driver, how many takes did they get Oh yeah, to get that bus to squeal around in a 360? So I love that we had two songs for Brillo's Pop. It's a, we didn't I mean, it's it. an awesome movie. It's Great so movie. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Yep. I mean, the best... The thing that this looks most like is uh, the opening ceremonies at the Olympics. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is that Elliot from Pete's Dragon in the back? This, right? Oh, Green Dragon so. with pink yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. I no, think that it's is. Elliot. Because yeah. I recognize the head. Nice, nice pull. I know Pete's Dragon. And look at that Tron dancer. So oh, boy. I just find Disneyland stuff confounding because I don't recognize what anything is. <laughs> it could be like, anything to you. It's just a lot of colors and lights, man. Yeah. It looks fun. Colors and lights. Pretty things. But dude, I would go to Disneyland all the time if the Pointer Sisters uh, had a regular yeah. gig there. Regular gig? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Underrated. They should be more thought they should be more thought of in the stage. Yeah, I agree. And Neutron Dance is a great Allie Willis, man. She wrote that. She wrote September. She wrote the theme song from Friends. Just hook after hook? Yeah, I know how much you love the Rembrandts. <laughs> I like them now. No, I like them slightly better now that I know who she did that. Yeah, she lives up in the valley. She's a real classic weirdo. Beth Lapidus, you know who Beth Lapidus is? Yeah. She, yeah, Beth Lapidus just like interviewed her last week for some, oh, no on, shit. like live on stage in front of That's really cool. Thing. Yeah. Uh, Beth Lapidus, for anyone listening who doesn't know, is the person who created Uncabaret, yeah. which was like one of the first alt comedy shows here in LA in the early 90s and it's still going. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Beth, I think I said, uh, Allie Willis when we talked about September that time. You did. She lives in the Valley and she has a house full of, uh, it's like a kitsch museum. Oh yeah. Like her whole house is like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Ooh. Yeah. Like, you, is there pictures of it? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. You can, uh, you know, do an internet search for her later yeah. and find pictures of Allie Willis in her house. She seems like a real fun, like, I just want to go to her house and knock on the door and, and be like, Hi, can I like come in? She'd be like, sure, I'll give you a tour of the place. Would you like to talk milk? Yeah. <laughs> just random. She things. just seems like she lives the most whimsical life. Yeah. And she's written great pop songs. She's killing it. Yeah. Uh, okay, tell me about Brownstone. Okay, if you don't know Brownstone, I'm almost positive you know the song. I don't know. I don't think I know Brownstone, and I don't think I know the song. It's, I'm going to guess it's because it was a big hit in the 90s that you might have been like, oh, this is one of those R&B songs. That could be anybody that I don't know. Sure, just yeah. like in the soundtrack of your childhood. Right. I this is one of my favorite girl group uh, songs ever. Okay. It's real in the pocket of me. It's very like mid tempo, laid back, and uh, it's uh, for those also who are, uh, don't know. There's a great independent movie from 1998 called Living Out Loud, starring Holly Hunter. Don't think I'm familiar with. And that. Uh, there's a. Quote unquote, it's like an erotic dance scene, like dream sequence, where she, Holly Hunter, and a bunch of people dance to this song. Holly Hunter does an erotic dance in a movie? Yeah, it's not erotic, quote unquote. Okay. Uh, it's just a very weird erotic dream sequence. But is it played for laughs or is it meant to be sexy? This sounds like I'm throwing shade at Holly Hunter, which I don't mean no. to do because I Holly you Hunter never is do that. excellent. No. But I don't it, think of her as like a sex don't, pop. Don't think of it as erotic, like basic instinct erotic. No, more like the... the sensual. Dream. Okay. We'll say sensual. Closer to like the dream dance and moonlighting that we watched that time? Or? <laughs> It's a little more sensual than that. Okay, not yeah. so Broadway musical. Yeah, as that. exactly. So, what's the name of this song? This is Brownstone? called "If You Love Me." If you love me, I want to know if you. Do you know what year it is exactly? Nineteen ninety-four. Like... Oh, okay. So far, could be any <laughs> yeah. early nineties R and B song. Nice harmony. Yeah. I think once it kicks in, this is just like the intro leading into it. This really hits me nostalgic. Like, for some reason, this yeah. song is the one that gets most nostalgic. 
Now, in my history, but by 1994, I'm not listening to Top 40 or R&B at, at all. all anymore. So now I'm super into alternative rock. Yes. Radio. I'm just wondering if you'd like, pass someone played it on the radio many times. Mm. It wouldn't have been on my radar. So far, okay. I still not. I'm, I'm wondering if it, once it kicks in, but that this video is so early 90s. Yeah. Let's see if it kicks in now. Two, three, four. That's no, the hook it's right not there. ringing no, a bell, okay. but it totally does. Set, you know, goes right up there with Mary J. Blige. Yeah, it's and that same SWV. Yeah, and exactly. Who, oh, they're not going to make an appearance in this episode, but they were real close. I feel real bad that I didn't include SWV. Oh yeah, I love SWV. SWV is great. Yeah. Now here's a great fact. Yeah. That uh, this song was nominated for a Grammy for best R&B song in 1994. Oh shit! It lost to mm-hmm. another girl group, TLC. Oh, I was gonna say, let me guess. Oh, but, you know what song? You know what song? TLC. TLC in '94. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna guess Waterfalls. Creep. Oh, Creep. But yeah. that's still crazy, sexy, cool. Yes. I thought that album came out in 95. No, I think it's 94. Oh, okay. Late 94. Okay. Um, so... A good Creep is way better than Waterfall. I love... I, oh, thank you. Waterfall's a good song. Creep is like my favorite TLC. Creep... I mean, Waterfalls has not aged well. Yeah. Creep would be as good if you played it for the first yes. time now as yeah. it was then. And... And Red Light Special. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Now, this is my... This is probably one of my favorite group of songs yeah. TLC is probably my favorite girl group Yeah. and I just didn't put them on because I was like eh, they're, they're too good it's like obvious yeah it's greatest hits yeah it's it's greatest we don't hits. need to teach anybody about no not, hey there's this group called TLC yeah if you haven't heard of them they're really groovy yes uh, <laughs> um, another fun fact this uh, Brownstone was signed to Michael Jackson's label he had oh. a label I think it was called MJJ Huh. And Michael they, Jackson jams. I hope that's what it is. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he they recorded this album. Yeah. They had this hit. They had another hit, which I'm forgetting. And then they had oh boy, they had a they did a cover of an Eagles song. Uh, I can't tell you why. No, thank you. No, that. no to that. No. Hot no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is this was their big hit and their big song. And I know it, what you mean by it's right in the pocket. Like yeah. It's got a good groove, so you could, I mean, you could play, this could be Sunday afternoon music, yep. this could be a dorm room cassette mix yep. music, it can all, you can, it's also, you could dance to it if you needed to. You can dance to it, you can have sex so to it. It's not so down tempo. Yes. Yeah. Alright, that's what I was implying by saying <laughs> dorm room cassette music. Okay, I get you. I get you. If you want to be all vanity about <laughs> it. Listen. Uh, I, I this is a Christian family show. That <laughs> That's right. I forgot. We just that with a lot of f bombs. <laughs> yeah. We both have such fucking shit mouths. We do. Thank We're, God. <laughs> no, that was great. I I don't think I've ever heard that before. Okay, but, I thought you might, but no. But I, like I've said a million times, because it's so of its time, it still makes me nostalgic. Even yes. Though I've never. It, heard it really is that feel of yeah. the early nineties. Yeah. And, and I love it. Uh, let's talk about a band. We've talked about before. I don't even remember what episode. It might have been a grab bag. Uh, was it? It wasn't Rebel. You picked it. I picked it. I picked uh, The Men All Pause. The Men All Pause by Climax. I cannot remember what episode that was for. I don't think it was a grab bag. I don't remember either. Oh, was it a time? Maybe it was a, a time period? I don't know. Uh, probably should have written it down before we started, but... Oh, well. Well, this is this is a good excuse for any listeners to go back and just try listening to a bunch of episodes yeah, until you see? find it. Do it. Don't make us all do all the work for you. Yeah, stop being lazy. Yeah, uh, but let's listen to the follow-up single to the Men All Pause. Uh, arguably better. No, not arguably. It's not better. I feel like I I prefer whichever song I'm listening to at the time. <laughs> this is meeting in the ladies' meeting room. Meeting in the ladies' room. Not as big a hit, but the one I know better. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I know this one a lot better. Um, by Climax, which is spelled K-L-Y-M-A-X-X. Which is the great way to spell it. Yeah, there's really nothing I can say about this song. I just have to let us down on its own. It's a great oh, yeah. song. It's a great song. And, I like uh, Men All Pause A real better. weird video. Great, uh, great uh, girl group that played instruments. I think... Men, and played the, all their own and wrote all yes. their own songs. No, they're a great band. Yeah. What's the uh, bass player's name? Uh, uh, Joyce Fenderella 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirby yes um, 
Yeah, I think the Men All Pause is the better song, but this is the more fun one. Yeah. This is a better party jam. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Video directed by Jerry Casale from Devo. No way. Yeah. How weird. Oh, also, much like the video for Go Deep by Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. there is an unexpected celebrity cameo in this. I have forgotten it, but I can't wait to see it. I'm going to have to point it out to you. Okay. Let me see if I can get know who it is. Um, I love the spoken word in this. Yeah. That's like her special. Yeah. I hate to come down to the level become a a basic woman. They were using basic back then. She was. Uh, I hate to be a BW. There's basic uh, Well, there's a K-Man right there because that's Pop and Pete. Is that Pop and Pete? That's Pop and Pete. Okay, Pop and Pete is a real weird presence in this video. Because <laughs> he's just so, like, mullety. Yeah. And he's got a, like... He reminds me of, like, a... He's, like, the white John Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pop and... That's, uh... That's... Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Pop and Taco. Sorry. Oh, Pop and Taco. That's Pop, Pop yeah. and Pete the other guy. That's Pop and Taco from Breaking. Yeah. Glorious mullet on Pop and Taco. Yeah. But he's so... Sh- Shirtless and oily. <laughs> well, that's you know, that's yeah. that's the that's the Devo director deciding that. But, yeah. Also, this Party City wig on Cheryl Cooley, this five dollar wig that she's wearing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not it's not it's, the best. Yeah, it's not the best. I know we talked about this. There was that VH1 show that had like like trying to bands reunite. Bands reunited. And this was the that was the best episode because they hate each other. Well, no, they all hate Cheryl. That's Cooley. Right, they hate Cheryl Cooley because she's the one who went and like took the name and went yes. on tour as Climax, but it was just her and another band. That's right. And if you can, I'm sure you can she see like that somehow she she somehow secured the rights yeah. to the name out from under the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, that's a great episode. Yeah, they hated her. But this year, they I mean they had a hot moment. They had four big hits. Then these two, um, I mean, Mental Pause, uh, Meet and Lazium. They had a ballad which is not good called "I Miss You." Yeah, which is not good. Yeah, I don't want to hear a ballad from these guys. No. They're too fun. Uh, and then they had a great song from the Running Scared soundtrack Ooh. called uh, Man Size Love. Okay. Which is really good. I only know the two. These are their two big ones. Yeah. This is what they're... And then by then, I think they broke up and Joyce went solo. Yeah. This is just a great party song. Yeah. Okay, I'm liking... hold on. Wait. Hold on for a second. You know who that is? On the right? Yeah. Come Go. on, say it. Can't tell. Uh, is it Tyra Banks? No, you're kind of close. Tyra Banks is too young. This is 1984. I don't know who that is. Vivica A. Fox. No way. Yep. <laughs> at the, at the two minutes and 35 minute, thir- 35 second mark, oh. get a very clear shot of Vivica A. Fox as one of the many dancers in this video. That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on with Pop and Taco in this He's in this weird, elaborate chair. Like he's made to sit there or something. Yeah, he never stands up the whole video, no. but he's just sit down popping the whole time. He's in a... And they're, and they're standing around and playing their instruments. It's almost I... like they're making it like he's in an electric chair. No, I think he's like... The power of his popping is it's, he's hooked up to like a generator uh, and it's fueling the lights. He's fueling the party. Yeah. He's fueling the party. Yeah, with yes. his with his popping. It's a real weird concept, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get what you were going for. Uh, I'm just glad that Pop yeah. Taco's in it. Yeah. Burn it dead. She was badass. Yeah. That's the thing also I love Climax too, is cause like they were like they seemed so badass. Yeah. Like they just seemed so tough. Yeah. No, Bernadette for sure. Yes. She's got that vanity level of like Yeah, just confidence. Yeah. But they all were just like they just seemed like a they seemed like a cool gang. Yeah. <laughs> like we but that just happened to play instruments that you don't fuck with. Yeah. Now they maybe don't count as a girl group because they play their instruments. If, you know that was one of our definitions when we were trying true. to define boy bands, but you know the Jackson Five played instruments, so it's cool. it's cool. I I feel that the sound for me at least is girl group because if you like, 
if for some reason this was just a singing group, yeah. you'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, that's a total singing group. Yeah. They, they, did, they had a session guys play. Yeah. But the fact that they did play instruments is great. Yeah. The men all pause and meet in the ladies' room is a great one-two punch. It is a huge... That is, that is a... That's a... That's a bing bang. Yeah. 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 Climax. I wish they could get their shit together and reunite. Oh, yeah, and like play a state fair. I'll go to that fucking state fair. Yeah, but uh, I'll also just go see Fenderella's show or Bernadette's show or yeah. whatever. Uh, okay, we have one more video yes. that you submitted, and what did I text you? You what, said, do you mind if we put this last? Right, because usually you send me five videos, and I kind of sequence them in the order you send them. Yeah. And this one you had in the middle, and I was like, this has to go last because nothing can top this. I'm so glad you said that. Because this is like the best song ever recorded. <laughs> it's so, I did not... I don't know what you know so much with these songs that I was like, oh, Paul I might mean, know This it. is... Talking about like that 90s, that brownstone yeah. sound. Yeah. This song is so early 90s yes. R&B to me. This is... More than SWV, more than TLC. This is early '90s R and B. This is just the sound of like 1992 to me, or '93, or whatever. I it's from. can tell how happy that makes me feel. It's such a also. Is it a one hit wonder? It's the no. only song I know by them. They're like three or four. This is Jade. Yeah, Jade. don't walk away. Don't walk away. This is what they're known for. Okay. Uh, by the way. Um, uh, uh, Corey Rooney, who I mentioned before, produced some Jade stuff. No way! But he did not produce Don't Walk Away. Okay. Yeah. Do you know, I can mention some songs. Would you Would you remember? I would, okay. Don't Walk Away is the only Jade song I know. Okay. This and I, don't, I don't know Jade at all. I just know this song because okay. it's such a radio staple. This so. was on everywhere. Yeah. This is, and this is, a, this is Jade on the Arsenio Hall This is show. them doing it on Arsenio. Well, that was even yeah. better. This is I love this. Song. Do you want to say anything else to introduce her? Or should we just dive in? Let's just dive in, and I'll uh, I'll mention some stuff. Oh. This is one of those songs that will I won't even have to hear it. I'll just wake up in the morning sometimes, and it'll be stuck in my head. It's so. But hooky. I'll be psyched because you know sometimes a song you like gets stuck in your head. And yeah. You're like, yeah. This is like. This is one of those even more than the Good Girls. Yeah. Where Jade came out, and I was like. Which one is my girlfriend? <laughs> like, I'm 22 and I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to meet one of them. Yeah. We're going to fall in love. It might be the lead singer, it might not be, I don't know, but one of them, <laughs> one of them, we're going to love each other. No, this reminds me of being on the school bus in the morning. <laughs> I bought both their albums. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, this is from the album, you're going to love this, Jade to the Max. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is such a perfect album. Yes, from 1993. And so this had two hits. This is their big one. This is their second hit. The first one was called "I Want to Love You." Yeah, which wasn't as big. This was their big one. Oh, this song was huge. This was huge. And then um, they had a second album called um, "Mind, Body, and Song." Yeah, and they had one song, uh, which is not great. Real awkward called five four three two. Your time is up. <laughs> not not good. <laughs> they should quit when they came yes. up with that title. But then they ate, and then they had another song every day of the week, which was real good. Not as good as I uh, as as Don't Walk Away. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Oh, okay. but they did they did perform on Beverly Hills Nine Two Hundred. Oh, all right. So there's that. This song, I remember being in like fourth grade, fifth grade, <laughs> oh my God. and. Girls on the bus on the way to school would sing oh, R&B hits. That's so cool. And I remember them singing. I remember girls on the bus, like, practicing singing this. Like, wow. You know. I mean, yeah. Not the, being able to, like, three nine-year-old girls trying to sing pop hits. That's but great. have that memory. I mean, these, they could sing. At least you can hear them now. They really could sing. Yeah. yeah. They weren't just prefabricated. And, uh. Yes, I mean, TLC is great, but none of them are, like. Amazing. Singer. No, they have way more stage present. Yeah. All three of these girls could dance. Yeah. Here's the breakdown. Yeah. Oh, I love this breakdown so much. This is one of those breakdowns that became kind of famous, like Poison, uh, Baby Just Poison yeah. breakdown. Yeah. This is like the same thing. Jade is also such a great simple name for. Uh... Now, it was originally it was called Jade um, but it was originally J-A-D 
because it was the name of uh, the first letter of each girl's oh, first name. Yeah. And then I think one of the producers came along and said, called Jade. Yeah, because everyone's going to call you Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even if you put a little, like, carrot or nubla out of the A or something. No one's going to get it, so just call yourself Jade. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they can just wail. Yep. And it was, it, it was one of those, like, early 90s were huge and then just burn out. Yeah. You know, sounds change and stuff. But it could have been a one-hit wonder that would have been... Yeah, could have been the great R&B hooks of yeah. all time. I mean, it's it's a killer, killer hook. And yeah. a killer beat. That song is just a legendary I'm, track. I'm so happy when you texted me that. I was like, oh. oh I love Don't Walk Away. It's How so can good. you deny that song? You cannot deny Maybe it. Maybe you could if you didn't grow up hearing it all the time and loving it. If you don't have the nostalgia for it. Not that you think it's bad, but for us. Yeah. Uh even though you being your age at the time and me being my age at the time had very different experiences of it. Yeah, but that's what's great. You yeah. can still just have that me right feeling. back to the 90s. Yeah, it brings me right back just yeah. in a different... Uh, different. Period. I would put that in my top five, possibly top three, like most iconic songs of the decade. <laughs> wow, Seriously. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. If I, in fact, if I had to pick one R&B song that for me is the most iconic of the 90s, I would probably pick Don't Walk Away by Jane. Oh, strong words. I yeah. couldn't think I could do that, but that's, that's, <laughs> I'm glad that's up there for you. Yeah, I love for that. for sure, yeah. Uh, but great closer to our girl groups episode. Yeah. That was a fun one. That was good, man. Yeah. But that is all for this episode of Music Raygun, so thank you for listening. Music Raygun is hosted by me, Paul Champanelli, and... Me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Josh McDonald, and our credits music is Ray Gun by Bad Bad Not Good and Ghostface Killer. If you like the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on your favorite podcast app. It'll help other people find us. And if you know someone who might like Music Raygun, please tell them about it, because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. Until next time, see ya!